Drink, Spin, Run, the RPG talk show podcast. I usually always fix it. I sometimes usually always fix it. And we're live. And we are indeed. Beautiful downtown (laughs) Burbank. Welcome to Drink, Spin, Run, an RPG talk show. This is Don Stroud. Wow. This is normally the part I I introduce everything, but I'm glad that you did it because I'm totally off my game right now. Uh, I know. Hi. How you doing? What's going on? What are we doing now? <laughs> I'm doing fine. Adam Miscavich, my co-host. Yeah. Hey, guys. So, um, yeah. Don Stroud, uh, do you want to tell folks what we're here to do today? Because it's actually pretty exciting. I'm really glad I came I, up with this game. Yeah, I believe we're going to play a game called, wait, This Old Module. Right. I've been, I was, I was going to try to come up with a graphic for it. And I was actually thinking about trying to like, have like queued up like the, the theme music to, uh, nice. to, um, this old house, but this old just, house. it was like way too much work. So I decided not to do that. Um, so joining us to play this old module today, we have, um, we have from rogue comet games. We have Nathan Pankey, also friend of the show, uh, and Stan Shin. Um, those folks who were listening last week saw, uh, heard, you know, these guys tell us what they're drinking, spinning, reading, and running. And this week, we're here to play this game. And here's how it's going to work. I'm going to pull a stack of, uh, or a module, out of this stack of modules that you can vaguely see me waving off camera. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we're, we're going to, we're going to talk, each one of us is going to take a turn, mm-hmm. and we're going to say three things one way, and this doesn't have to be one of each of these things. It can be like three of one, you know, two of one, one of another. Right. It, it doesn't have to be, we're not filling a quota, but mm-hmm. you get to say three ways in which you'd like to update it, improve it, or make it your own. All right. I have two questions slash statements. Yes. Is it going to be random? Uh, you know, I think it should be. Yes. Don't you? Do uh, it. Let me see. This let's is... see how big our pile is. All one, right. two, Good. three, four, five, six. Seven, eight. Oh yeah, it's, nine, like, it's like Iron. It's like Iron 10, Chef, 11. man. Oh, perfect! I got the right number. I have twelve modules. So uh, yes. I'm having performance <laughs> anxiety already. Don't. We don't have, we're not going to get through all of them. That's no, crazy. I. I mean, are you going to explain? I've huh? run very few modules. Haven't you read them all though? Like oh. everything TSR ever put out? No, I'm not a dork. You well, are wrong. You are a Adam, bad man. Stan, or I will explain a synopsis. I do think we do need. We will give a synopsis <laughs> before we get into stuff. All right. So let me get a D twelve out here. Yes. Uh, I uh, I have this kick ass metal D twelve from Q Workshop because uh, I figured I was only going to buy one metal die, and if I was only going to buy one metal die, I got to make sure I buy the most metal of dice. I had to get the D twelve. All right. All right. The first module. So, do you guys have any questions? Do you have any thoughts about? Nope. No. No. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So the first die roll is a twelve. A twelve. So that going to the end, baby. The first one. It will Mm -hmm. that which is last shall be first, and we're going to talk about the Ghost Tower of Inverness. (laughs) Ghost Tower is. Module C two for AD and D. Um, it was the second in the um, in the competition series of modules. So uh, this is like two different ways you can play it. You can um, play like the full module uh, if you know to fit in your campaign or whatever, or you could like totally use all the text that's in there, take out certain parts, put in certain other things, and you've got the convention version. Uh, because the box text in here is very much designed for a certain set of pre-generated characters with a you know a certain mission, blah blah blah. Now, as a DM, you're going to figure out how to work that into your own campaign, or if you're running this at a convention as part of their you know a D and D competition, which was a thing, right? They they don't yep. really do that much anymore, but it used to be a big deal. Um, then you'd use everything they had there for you. Uh, so. I'm going to start... Now, is everybody familiar with this one? I know the name, and I know nothing else about it. I don't think okay. I've ever played it. All right, so that means we're going to start with Stan. <laughs> Stan, wow. what are three things about this module that you would either 
update, or three ways in which you'd update, improve, or personalize this module. Hmm. Let's see. Now, um, as I recall, this one was a bit lethal, so I might I might um, have have it for higher level characters, or do a little bit of tweaking, perhaps, maybe. Well, it is for characters levels five to seven, right? Which, depending on how you're looking at it, that you know, if you don't have characters that tend to survive level two, then yeah, <laughs> uh, that's so, kind of uh, high, that can be considered a high level game. So that's that's one thing I I would keep in mind. Um, let's see. Oh, I'll make it my own. Oh, okay, I do remember this one. I'm reading the Wikipedia entry because there's a magic item that I definitely definitely remember. From this. Okay, well, wait, wait, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, in terms of improving, one of the things I would do is something I do for um, just about all my modules. I, li- I like to make handouts. And so, you know, I would come up with a, some, some kind of nice hand-drawn map. Um, well, funny you mention it because this module actually has <laughs> a se- center section that is... Uh, handouts. Oh, they have handouts. Uh, I forgot that. Yeah, yeah. It has a series of visual aids. Mine, like some of mine, are still held in place in the uh, in there, but not all of them. But like, there's you know this funky puzzle. Oh, okay. Uh, because this was like an you know an early like lots of puzzles in the dungeon. You know, another you know floor. Oh, puzzle. right. Uh, you know, right. some awesome Jim Rossloff art, um, which I think is getting to the point that Nathan's making, uh, and you know a couple of maps as well. So, uh, but it was, it was, uh, these were designed to be able to give to the players so yeah. you can get, you know, so, simple. So, so what I would do though, instead of making the map, I would, um, I usually buy the PDF, even if they have the hard copy, I get the PDF, I buy it mm-hmm. off RVG drive through or, uh, D&D classics these days. And, um, and I kind of hack the PDF a little bit. I'll, you know, like take the page number off and, you know, sometimes some of those scans aren't the best. So sometimes I'll, mm. I'll, uh, you know, j- j- get rid of some of the gray shading or the crooked scan and stuff like that. I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of a OCD or CDO spelled alphabetically like it should be, um, regarding, (laughs) regarding that kind of stuff. Um, making it my own, uh, well, I would, uh, plug it into the world of Redmark, which happens to be an amazing Kickstarter running. (laughs) (laughs) Way to bring that back. All right. Good job. Or it will be available when this comes out. So Nathan, now that you you've jogged your memory a little bit, what do you uh, what do you what would how would you what are three ways you would either uh, update, well, yeah. improve, or personalize it? Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I I remember um, was the uh, the amulet of recall. I do remember that. Oh because yeah. Because that was the one thing that I do remember from this module was oh you could go back. Um, it would teleport the party back to the patron, the duke. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, I do remember that. Um, but the idea of uh, uh, that, uh, well, I guess we can give away some of the uh, twists yeah, we, or some of the plots. There's plot. no such thing as spoilers in a module okay. that's been well, out. Well, the idea of that, that that there's the back in time, that I would probably um, change it to uh, that the tower, you know, they say it's because you're supposed to be getting this gem, mm-hmm. um, this specific... Uh, uh, what was it? The the soul, soul gem, gem, the fabled, soul gem. the soul gem. Um, <laughs> one of the one of the things that I would do is I'd possibly have it uh, to where I would maybe handle this because there's four keys, right? There's four yeah. different keys to get to the four different <clears throat> things. Um, part of me would like to handle this module almost like uh, that movie. Remember Smoking Gun, or was it the was it Smoking Aces? Remember no. where they're all going after? It's the one with all the assassins. Are going after the one guy. Oh yeah, I think I have seen that. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna spoil the movie for you. Okay. That's okay. The, the 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 assassins are all hired to kill one guy because he's the only he's the son of this very rich guy who's the only one that can give this dying guy a blood transfusion. I would make this soul gem like from the future, or meaning that it's the only it's the only this this MacGuffin, basically this soul gem is the only thing that can keep this duke alive and there's some sort of time uh time thing where it's either it's from the future and he brought it back to the past so that he keep him alive and somehow the duke found out about it and uh he's basically trying to prolong his life and how he does this is by sending people back 
back in time to get it so he can prolong the the infinity what do they, they call the snake that eats its own tail a ruberos yeah he's doing a ruberos that's what he's doing the okay. soul gem is in fact his heart and uh he's hiring these guys basically to create an infinite loop so he can be eternal stone recall I, I, I do have to say i think that this this module would benefit from a little more context like that um something to make all of the weird stuff make a lot of sense because well, yeah when, and that could be set stands, dressing yeah, as it stands, it's really just a go retrieve thing, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, and I'm thinking even something like a a, a a Teagle Manor, meaning where you have pictures. There's things that you're going through this and going, this is a little weird. Yeah, I'm in this tower and I'm seeing things of this guy. I don't know, but yeah, where you could really uh, update it to go, hey, this actually does make a little more. There's some background. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Is that how many was that? Was that just one or was that three? Eh, whatever. Uh, one, yeah, you're good. That was really good. Yeah. <laughs> this is Iron GM. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm turn this guy around. Get him back in the movie. He wanted to see you guys. Oh, Mr. I know. Beautiful see him too. So, uh, hey, Don, anything you yeah. want to say? Having not um, read this adventure? Yeah, having not read it at all. <laughs> I have. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just read a quick overview. Um, collect four keys. Yeah, I've got nothing to say about this. It sounds, it's, it sounds neat. Well, uh, here, here's my thing. There's some stuff that I really like about this adventure, and the collecting of four keys in a particular order is not one of them. So the first yeah. thing I would do yeah. is screw the order, collect them however you want. You know, um, I don't like when there's this ordered sequential because it's right. it's like it's it's a cool. railroad that's high, masquerading as something else. Now, in a convention game, that makes sense. In a tournament yeah, game, yeah. that makes sense. That's not how I'm going to run this thing ever. So I don't care about that. Yeah. You well, know, let me ask I, you something. Mm-hmm. What about what about um what about Mega Man style? Mega Man style is totally cool because then you could go Meaning, any, okay break that down which way you're going to and you're fine right well but like, but if you do certain if you do it in a certain order it's easier yeah now that's way cooler you know that's, I'm just uh, saying I like Mega Man style for everything. It, it, meaning player information, meaning let's give this context so that if you do it in Mega Man style, I can have but like meaning if there's things that make it easier, like. Well, and isn't each of the keys aren't the keys like all connected to an element as well? So you know I think that so. that would also make sense. You know, if you put in something there, like where you know uh, completing the fire area is going to make mm. the water area easier, or vice versa, or something like that, or maybe even like so you can keep it going like paper rock scissorsy, so each one makes the <laughs> next thing easier. You know, yeah. uh, as long oh, as you like get that. it in the right order. Uh, that that would be cool because that is going to bring in some more player thought. Now, another th- something I actually really like about this adventure is that it gets into some strange geometry and geography, um, yeah. and that there's like zero or like reverse gravity areas. There's an island on the ceiling in one room, uh, and when you get into the room, like whoop, you, you're switched, and oh no, I'm upside down, and I've got to sort out how to get to the next level, right? Which you have to do by going down in water, right? Which yep makes yep. sense that's cool um i really like that that stuff's there and i think nathan's idea about like hey you know me i love messing with time um yep. i think once we start messing with time we're naturally messing with space things are gonna get weird so uh i think that that's something that needs to be played up i think it relies a little bit too much on some D conventions um i like that there's a lot of uh like the tricks like dungeon tricks but, you know, there's a, like a whole room with all these frozen bugbears, and if you do this, the bugbears attack, and if you do that, they don't. You know, that's one of those puzzles I showed you guys. Um, I, I don't understand, like, if it's going to be, like, extra spatial, crazy, weird, like, and having upside-down rooms, and, you know, uh, why do we, why are we worried? And it's a ghost tower! Why are there yeah. bugbears in a ghost tower? Let's make them ghosts! That's the other thing. Play up the ghostiness. Like, are there, I don't think there's a single ghost well, in here. You know what? If I was going to, now that I think about it, holy cow. If I was to, you said the word and it triggered in my brain. We're in Christmas season, ghost of Christmas past, ghost of present future. That it could be something that's not four, but three, and that you're dealing with the past, the present, and the future. That'd be so cool. That'd be so cool. There you go. it's ghosts. <laughs> All right, guys. the past, the present, the future. We're not going to release this episode. We're just going to write these adventures. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be awesome. <laughs> okay well that's how this game works i think we all just won that was yeah. pretty awesome <laughs> we won, uh, right. hey good job guys who wants someone else want to roll the d12 here let me see i don't have a die in front of me but i have the 
Dungeon Crawler. Or here, I got my dice cards. Yeah, dice card. I got one. Okay, one, which is the total opposite end of the pile. Oh, and this guy's another. Well, they're all classics. I didn't. Yep. This this stack doesn't have a bum card in it. All right. So, uh, bam. Holy T1, cow, dude. Village of Homelets. Oh, snap. Oh, there I it is. Some, I was going to say, I got some ideas about this one. <laughs> Don, if you tell me you haven't read this, I'm not going to be friend. Oh, that's not true. I'm not. I'm not. Okay, <laughs> Don. Don, have you never yeah. played Village of Hamlet? I uh, didn't. We do something with Shane that was something. It was part of it. Yeah, it was yeah, part yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we played, uh, what was that, Rune Quest? Hero, oh. Hero Quest. Hero, just Hero uh, System. Hero, hero System. Hero system. Fantasy system. Yeah, Hero Quest is the board oh, game. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, so hero we played like something. Right. Um, so that's my only exposure. I have not. Um, I have ever said how many modules I've played. Not enough, clearly. Two. Oh, played, and what were those two? Uh, Sinister Secret of Saltmarsh. So good. That's a good mm-hmm. one. And, of course, Keep on the Borderlands. Okay, oh, well, one just... of those two is in my stack. Great. <laughs> those only I have, played, play. I have played both of those and run both of those. Those are both awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those, I mean, they were fun <laughs> to play. So at this point, I do want to mention to our viewers, uh, the viewers on the Google Plus Hangout, uh, that we do have a Q&A app running. So if you do want to ask us any questions at any point in time, or please comment. feel free to do so. Yeah, comments. It's pretty much the same thing. It's a question without a question mark. That's all it is. Um, and if you're watching on Twitch, you know, talk to us in the chat room over there, too. Because uh, this is the part of the show where feedback is really good <laughs> when it comes in. All right. So, who wants to give the uh, the, the back of the... Well, I'll give the blurb, right? Yeah. The village yeah. of Hamlet has grown up around the crossroads in a woodland. Once <laughs> far away from any important activity, it became embroiled in the struggle between gods and demons when the temple of elemental evil... <laughs> so evil you'd say it was evil. evil like it was evil. the druids of the devil. Uh, arose, but a few leagues away... Luckily for its inhabitants, the temple and its evil hordes were destroyed a decade ago. But Hamlet still suffers from incursions of bandits and strange monsters. You get the idea. Um, Alright, so uh, this is one of Gary's, like, like last pieces, right? I mean, as far as, like, modules go. And it was written in 1979. Uh, Stan, you want to start us? You know, I have to say, I, I... We'll flip through it once, but I have not read it. I have to say, nor have wow, I played okay. it. Oh <laughs> man! All right, well, just just stay tuned. All right, uh, yeah. Maybe Nathan will have some ideas, or I'll have some yeah, ideas no. you can bounce stuff off of. Nathan, <laughs> yeah. what's going on? Okay, so update, improve, make it your own. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I like to do, especially with a village of Hamlet, the truth is, is this is a mo- like the the reason I really like this module is this thing could go. I mean, it did have it did have an end game. Meaning, you need to get to the moat house, get to the moat house, get to the moat house, get to the moat house. Do you know what I mean? Like, it did have that end game. But the thing that I liked about this module was the NPCs. That it had so many. I mean, they weren't really fleshed out, but there was a lot of them. The reason, the thing that I would update is I would give, I would flesh those things out. Just even, hey, I'm going to add three things. I mean, I'm not to every single one of them, but like three things that could could uh, be variables for each each one, meaning that if you ran the village of Hamlet, it wouldn't be the same. I know it wouldn't be the same every time anyways, just because depending on where the characters went. Um, but like, uh, so maybe, maybe kind of like scenic Dunsmith it up a bit or very much know, so something like yeah, that. Yeah. Like where... well, or even like Vornheim, like yeah, yeah. use Vornheim. I mean, you could use the Vornheim book with this, with some of their aristocrats or some of the NPCs, like just, just going through and adding some quirks or, adding some, uh, uh, you know, quote-unquote city-type quests, if you will. But as far as, uh, uh, yeah, the moat house. Man, the thing is, is you get to the moat house, and it's kind of, I always feel like it's, 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 you're building up, you're building up, you're building up, and... Uh, where, what to the, the moat house, have some treasure. The dungeon is that way. Yeah, it's it's, it's not it's it's really kind of anticlimactic, really. Yeah, and I mean, if we looked at it not so much as an adventure as a as a mini setting, 
it wouldn't you wouldn't feel so bad for it yeah. but it feels like you get up you get up you get up get up get up and oh there's some dudes and a what is it bugbears or some bandits some bandits some bugbears yeah. it's bandits some in a zombies. house some zombies in the basement some zombies and yeah it's a, yeah and, and and some of the npcs are really colorful and cool and you could see those being people in the future but i'd almost want to put things in for like have this be like a home base and have other little seeds that well, are more than just go to the moat house. I think that um, one of the interesting things about this is this. there's a lot of parallels that you could draw between um, Hamlet and Keep on the Borderlands, right? Yeah. Um, both really ten- spend a lot of time detailing a setting. Like, Keep on the Borderlands gives you... I mean, the first half of the book is just the the keep, right? And keep. what's in that? Yep. That's, yep. that's cool, because he doesn't go into crazy detail and, you know, doesn't even give you names. just tells you what the people's oh. title is, you know? Yep. Um, Omelette goes in more in more depth. Um, yeah, I will be frank. I would rather not have that degree of depth. So for me, um, just cut it all out. Cut all of that stuff out. Um, I don't need to know what everything on the map is, nor do I care to know. Um, I only yeah. care about the things that are important. So instead of uh, it being like that, um, I might have like like fill in the blanks, like Mad Lib style. Like here's some important stuff. Bam, 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 bam. Search the unknown. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like in Search of the Unknown, actually, uh, my my Beyond the Wall experience is really uh, uh, coloring me now because that's what I keep seeing is okay. Well, you know, let's let's put in the PC NBCs you want to have or you think you'll have, and yeah. let's uh, use some tables or whatever to generate a plot that involves them in this way. You know, um, yeah. and and that to me is like the real like that's that's the direction. If you're gonna be bothering to put this much detail into a city setting. Yeah, uh, that that's why why you should do it. That's why it should be flexible. So I'd like to see something more, you know, uh, in the Beyond the Wall or even like Yunsuin, you know, that kind of direction. Exactly. That's what I want to see. And that's and so I mean, would you in the adventure do for each maybe? I mean, I mean, what is it like twenty? Isn't there like twenty something NPCs? There's a ridiculous amount of like NPCs, it's over yeah. twenty. I want to say it's yeah. over twenty. But I mean, if you were to take say maybe not if you have the 20 npcs and they did have their little mad live lines and then maybe a table in the back of the book that was like a vornheim table yeah. that you just paste copied and paste yeah. so it's never you know meaning you have the couple that's not gay but is gay <laughs> in the book right <laughs> you know what i mean like there's that couple in the book i'm trying to think which couple in it do you know what i'm talking about there's the two uh, guys. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's like two guys who it's live together. It's not Bert and but... Ernie, but it's like it's clearly not Bert and Ernie, but it's two dudes living together. Yeah, and it just. But I mean, talk. where you could create, but I'm saying, meaning you could create these little connections, and right. meaning that you could take a table and just fill, like you said, Mad Lips. I actually love that idea. Uh, I, you know, just to just to give you guys an idea, this whole thing is. Uh... Jeez, it doesn't even... They just get rid of page numbers at a certain point. I guess the text of the adventure is 16 pages long. Um, the actual, like, dungeon begins on page 12. Yeah, that sounds uh, right. Everything else is, like... Well, okay, there's a little bit about what's out there in the wilderness. Uh, but... No, really, there's not. That's all in the city, it's people. It? It's all yeah. people. It's, yeah. it's, it's literally all the NPCs and a moat house. So I guess that's that's what I would do. I'd make the town more integral, more flexible in the story. You know, okay, um, yeah. that's that's what I would want to see. Um, I would also want to see a better reason for like maybe like uh, if since we're talking about it kind of in a sandboxy stand you know um, uh, uh, standpoint, maybe um, like some more things to do around like building up to the moat house. Uh, kind of like how um, uh, who wrote Legion of Gold for oh, uh, for uh, Gamma for, World. For, for game original, yeah, yeah, oh, gosh, that would that would name? that's what I would want to see is more like that, um, because that's like here this this these other things you know you get involved with this guy get involved with that guy now that's more linear than I like to see but maybe like you know as we introduce the those you know you know uh, roll your own mix your own you know whatever deal them and you know deal <laughs> uh, Mad Lib NPCs like maybe we have some adventure seeds in there that you know kind of lead us out to go out into the world that ultimately drive us towards the, the moat house. Or, you know, maybe players can just go straight there. I don't know. Yep. Legion of gold. GW one was Gary with Luke and I Paul. Thought Ricci it was Luke. Third. I thought it was Luke, but I yep. was Gary, wanna... Gary and Luke with Paul. Was it reach Reich reach the third? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's where, where the direction I would want it to go, uh, which is interesting. Cause it's another Gary module, right? 
Well, and the thing is, like, especially with my advent, like, I, I don't like it to where you have to have this guy to this guy to this guy. I would have it. You have three guys that have three different pieces of information. Yeah. Meaning you don't yeah. need all well, three. The thing, the thing, there's a big failing to me in this module as well, which is the connection to the Temple of Elemental Evil, right? This is Exactly. The first... They keep saying it. But they doesn't. <laughs> they don't. You don't but, go there, but, and there's nothing well, there for it. <laughs> yeah, and there's nothing really to lead you to it. It's like, oh, it's the moat house. Is it the moat house of the temple? No, I, no. I remember first reading house. it and going. No, I remember first reading this going. Okay, where's the temple at? Seriously, well, it's over there. there. You need to build. You need to I build it yourself. There. I don't care about your moat or its house. <laughs> exactly. <I> <laughs> So that's 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 my like. Give us some tangible link to if you're gonna if this is a lead-in module, it really needs a tangible link in that area. Other than oh, I am the handsome bandit leader, you know, uh, and yeah. you know, uh, that's just dumb. That's it's well, just it feels it, yeah. lazy, honestly, and it feels like you know, um, I don't know, I don't know. Of course. Well, and and you have to figure out where what part what period of time Gary was in the midst of this too. So. 1979. Yeah, so what was he looking at? Yeah, he was moving. He was probably moving. Yeah. So, do you guys have anything you want to add to this? Uh, <laughs> I thought I thought this game would be more fun. No, it's great. It's great. You're I love hearing. I love hearing. I love hearing you guys talk. Uh, Stan, yeah, Stan, roll. You've, you've never really. Uh, you know, played this one. Do you have any thoughts about you know what you might like to see in that? Based on the crappy description Nathan and I mm. gave. Yeah, I, I you know I, the the whole temple to elemental evil piece. I mean, I, I think if you could somehow import some of those um, elements into this mode house, you know. Yeah, um, right. Like make you know, it be about elemental evil. Yeah, so not even getting getting there, but you know, make I don't know the vampire's wife or something. <laughs> yeah, something. Something. You know, to to really tie it over to Ravenloft, right? <laughs> you know what's in this stack, don't you? It's in here. Somewhere. <laughs> well, roll, roll a die, Stan. Roll a die. You got a D twelve handy, Stan. Uh, let's see. Let me do my little virtual computer thing. Do uh, you can do it in seven, the chat, can't you? Seven. This chat. Seven. All right. I don't know which one is seven. Hold on. Three, four, five, six. Oh! Did he do it? Bam! X1. Oh, yes! <laughs> I, you I know this one, Stan. Yes, I know. You've at, least, I hey, you've at least... Stan, you've at least played through this one. I know. I know I have, fact. I all right, all right. For the folks playing along at home, <laughs> here is... And Don... Here's yeah. the, the blurb. <laughs> the Isle of Dread is the first in a series of adventure modules for use with the Dungeons & Dragons expert rules. Uh, I'm going to zip forward. Th- this module contains maps and background material for the Isle, 15 new monsters, and suggestions for further adventures. In addition, the Isle of Dread includes a very badly baby. Includes uh, Contains a map and background information for a large continent. Blah, blah, blah. All right, there we go. What do you got? Stan, you didn't get to go last All time, right. so you're up first. All right, so um, to uh, update it, I would um, – well, first of all, I would convert it to 5th edition. Um, <laughs> so there, there's my update. To improve it, um, no, I actually – because you're automatically going to do that to whatever game you I build. know, that's so a cop-out. That's yeah, such a cop-out. That doesn't out. count. Uh, so to improve it, I actually um, – because this X1 was one of the D&D Next playtest uh, modules – and, and I didn't use that document. And you I didn't use it, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I was going to – I had plans to run it at one point. I never did. Uh, but I started working on a really nice 18 by 24-inch hex map of the island because uh, what I like to do with my hex crawls is I have an 18 by 24-inch map, uh, either black and white or full color, and I put it in a poster frame. So it's really lightweight. And, uh, and then I, you know, I, I just whip it out and put it on the table and people use wet erase markers to track their movement. And, uh, w- which by the way, is one of the things you can do with the world of red mark map. <laughs> but, uh, but that, I, I, I love that because I, you know, the hex mapping on the eight and a half by 11 pages to me, uh, you know, when, when I was in high school and we're like all crowded together in some small, somebody's small bedroom or corner of a living a room. Tent. 
you know, maybe you can do it. But but now, you know, I've got these big these big tables with the big chess X maps and, you know, there's food everywhere and drinks. And and I stare at the, you know, hex map that's like six feet away and I can't I can't read it. So I need the big the big maps. Um, so I would do that. Uh, add the hex map. Um, make it your own. Um, one of the things that I do um, in almost all my campaigns these days is I have what I call the Fantastic Four questions. Uh, and I would ask these at the beginning of the module because um, um, I like to make make these any adventure really personal. The Fantastic Four questions I have is I have everyone come up with a, a family member, uh, a friend, a foe, uh, and a flame, and the flame can be like, you know, somebody that you're um, in love with, or it could be an item, like a magic item that you're just really wanting to have. And so I have everybody write those things down on three by five cards and pass them over to me. And then I start plugging those into whatever the adventure is. So in this case, you know, you're hitting the island, you know, who is it, you know, who's your family member that's on the island, you know, so your la your lost grandfather is there. Um, and you've got to find him or, you know, what, or your flame, you know, your, um, you know, you actually had visited here once, um, when you were stranded recently and you fell in love with this person and, but then tragic events separated you. So now you hope to, you know, maybe you'll encounter them. Um, so the fantastic four questions, I would integrate those into this story. Bam. <laughs> uh, I do a lot of, I do a lot of that stuff as well, except a lot of times I like to ask people questions about other player characters yeah. you know like i'll ask nathan to answer the questions about stan or oh, you know, like uh -huh. try to mix it up because uh I, I guess playing, i tend to have consenting he's gonna players play a, well. he's gonna play a cleric and he's gonna have a fear of water yes that's it <laughs> i i those are the two answers yes I know that, sure. that's it my my clerics that <laughs> there's really something spooky because all my clerics they just always they they, they nearly drown they fall into pools they it's really bad yeah, but Nathan, I want you to tell me why he's afraid of water. You know what I mean? Like oh, that yeah. might we already know that part. Tell me, you tell me why. <laughs> because and Stan, his, you're going to tell me the thing about Nathan's character, and you know, we'll go around. Because that during way. baptism, the uh, priest almost drowned him, so he's had a fear of insurance, <laughs> sure. but That's he it. wants to be That's close good. to God. So you know, there we go. That's a good reason. I like it. Uh, Nathan, what about you? What about you? Okay, and, so uh, I, I now see. You I just ran this. Well, yeah, I, I ran this meeting recently within the last few years I've run it. We ran yeah, it during the playtest, so like two or three years ago. So I, I did not run the um, – I didn't run because the, the, the playtest rules were so wonky and they kept going back and forth and back and forth that I just took the 1E module and just ran it, just straight up almost completely as is, except I did a lot of things to very much make it to where this was not your – you know, this was not what Stan grew up playing – x1 well how, what'd um, you do well or so sorry, first thing sorry. so first thing first thing that i did was i colonized the uh the village and the, and the south was colonized meaning there had been people from you know if we're in mistara there had been people from karamikos that had come down and they had already started to have some sort of uh tribal oh, the second thing exchange, I, yeah. yep the second thing was i that i did was i made um well we were starting out like at first or second level or third level i think so one of the characters was a part of the tribe, which we made all of the tribe's indigenous halflings. They were all halflings. Um, so we made halflings, but one of the things that I... Um, one of the things that I uh, uh, did to make it very unique was that if, if you play the module, there's not really... There is no plot at all. There's, there's, no, there's no plot, really. Go and explore is kind of a plot. I mean, it's yeah, not, but I mean, but meaning there's no, right. there's no, there's no front. Like if we were talking about the done, the the plot, the like we talked about the uh, was it the plot point campaign? There was nothing, no external force other than there's dinosaurs, there's some, uh, there's some spider women, there's some uh, some cavemen, there's some um, were they the Capru? Is that Capru, right? Yeah, Capru. Yeah, there's a Capru. And there is some other monsters that are kind of doing things, but there's nothing connected. There's nothing that's actually, but there, there's a lot of a lot of uh, uh, smaller things, but there's no big 
like he said, the the island is actually trying. Like I wanted to, I, I hate saying this, but I wanted to make it kind of a lost. I was gonna say that sounds like where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I do but, feel like I do feel like in the original there is a point, right? Because uh, like the way that it's set up, the original setup is, hey, you found this map to this island that. Mm-hmm. Might have crazy stuff on it. Go find out things, you know. Well, yeah, uh, and and so part of it, yeah, part of it is that you had to have a character. Which uh, Stan's character was the one. Jasden was his name. I remember that. Uh, Jasden mm-hmm. was his name, and Jasden had was his his connection to the island was he was a part of the Explorer Society, and his guy was the one that sent him back this map, and they haven't heard from him for however many months. Mm-hmm. And so you know, yeah, he's exploring this hidden temple. Well, essentially, I created this. Um, uh, to make it my own, I created what was it? The heart, the heart of the island. Something like it that. was this ancient dimensional god that was the heart of the island that helped it live. And these other creatures were essentially trying to destroy. Um, you know, not not like Lost with the portal, but essentially these chaotic creatures were essentially trying to, to tear the fabric that was destroying the life of the island. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of some of the other stuff that I did, but I, I, I really had fun with, I remember I had fun with the, uh, gosh, what are the flying monkeys called? Phanatons. The Phanatons. I had a ton of fun with the flying monkeys, uh, the, the, the monkey slash, monkey slash, uh, raccoons. Cat people. Yeah, raccoon people. Like cat, lemurs. Cat raccoons. They're like flying Yeah, lemurs. lemurs. Yeah. yeah, and then, and then, yeah, flying lemurs. And then I had a ton of fun with the Rakshasa. I remember I had a ton of fun with them. Because they were just going there to collect animals for their circus. That was like their whole thing was, we're coming here to collect the, we want to collect the animals for our circus. We travel the world and <laughs> this is the only place to get them. And um, I like that they sound And then I remember. Drink. That sounds good. Yeah. And then, uh, and then what was the, what were the, what were the, the, the spider women? Do you remember? Arnea. What, the, the Arnea. So I created these spider women, which they were almost a straight up TPK. And then oh, I ended bad. up, really so bad. yeah, so the, with the, with the Ariane, so they were basically the, 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 they were like the witches of the island mm-hmm. and they were just all, they were all women and they took on, you know, the, with their hair and it was awesome because their, 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 uh, white hair was also the webs. And so their white hair made up all the webbing of their grove. And cool. I ended up capturing all but one PC, which I think was Jasden, right? Um, I'm trying to remember now. I can't remember. Basically, I captured the whole party. Like, I didn't kill them. I captured them, and I impregnated uh, all of them with larvae. Awesome. So they all had these larvae growing oh, inside yeah, of I, them. Oh, yeah, I didn't have the larvae, so I guess I must no, have been the So every guy. character had this larva, and they didn't really know what was going on, but essentially they were they were hatching these giant... They were hatching these spiders inside of their bellies. And so, uh... uh yeah, I mean, um... Uh, I'm trying to think that I would... Yeah, I, I remember the 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 one cool thing about the the village was that they had this really unique connection to the undead, to the dead. That there was like a you know they were they would serve them, but the undead also served them. Like there was this cohabitation between the undead and the living in the village, and that I remember there was um, a weird rivalry to a, a tribe in the north or something like that. But there was so much. I, the one thing I love about it is there was so much going on. There was pirates. There was dinosaurs. There was cavemen. There was rocks. There was, uh, um, yeah, all kinds of crazy stuff. So what I dig about this module is that it's pretty much, it's the first hex crawl, like actual like hex crawl that TSR ever publishes, right? Yeah, I mean, before as the, far as, I mean, they had the board game before that. Right. Well, and, Wilderness and, Survival. That's right. it. Well, that wasn't them. That was Avalon Hill. Mm. Uh, but this is the first hex crawl that TSR actually does. Other than this, you know, the hex crawls we've got are all Judges Guild, right? Yep. So yep. Um, it's 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 very revolutionary coming out of TVS, TSR for its time. And almost everything that's in here is like a site based exploration sort of thing, mm-hmm. which I do think is cool. And I think that's part of its uh, its its appeal. Nathan, yep. I I agree with you. Is going to use as one of my three uh, the lostifying it, you know. Um, like weird it up, make it a mystery, make the island be a mystery. I love yep. these ideas that you're coming up with with the uh, with the um, uh, the other things, the <laughs> the RNAs. That's fantastic. You know, um, I, I like anything that becomes an identifiable trope. I'm gonna want to change. Yeah. If there are orcs, I'm gonna want to change those orcs into something else. Yep. If there are goblins, you know, let's do something. They're different. fungus. 
They're yeah, fungus or, goblins. They're yeah. no longer just straight up goblins. Exactly. Or just or like weird little evil, you know, myconid like creatures. Yep. You know, um, let's let's do that. I uh, uh, I do like little substitutions in my game. Just like like it does exact same thing as it might in other rule systems. But like, why should why should I be confined to just goblins? You know, uh, it doesn't make sense to me. So yep. uh, I, I like the the switching up of the RNAs. That feels that gives it a kind of like a houseu. Fla- uh, flair yeah. to it, and I, uh, that's good. I like that Japanese horror kind of thing going on there. That's 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 good. Um, I really like the uh, the. I actually really like the Kapru at the center of this module because that's kind of that, that's the big bad that you're leading towards, right? You, uh, you start off and it's like, hey, it's just dudes, you know. Um, I I want that to be more Cthulhuoid, you know. I exactly. want that. To I be made more... him super Cthulhu, yeah. Well, I mean, not even just them, but their whole, like, area. They've got a yep. ruin. They've got a temple up there. Like, yep. that's the reason. Like, make that be the reason that this island has been lost for however long, you know? Uh, let's let's play play with that angle and move that forward. That's what I would want to do yep. um, with them. Like, make them be the whole, like, they're the bad guys. They're the, the whole thing that's keeping the island, you know, segregated from the rest of the world, you know, blah, blah, blah. In the mists. Know? Or yeah. maybe at the same time, the island is keeping them trapped on the island, you know? Keeping, keeping them, them from, from having out. external, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, like kind of go both ways. It could be cool. They're feeding off the island. The island's keeping them there, keeping them from eating the rest of the world. That's cool. That's fun for me. Um, I'd have to look at my notes, but it was something close to that. <laughs> I could post a, them for you. <laughs> one, one of the things I would want to do, and this is just me scratching a particular itch, I would replace some of the tribes with Planet of the Apes style talking apes. I don't know yeah. why. I just want that. Well, I, they have I, the they have the um the cavemen which kind of have that feel which are on the mountains right in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. I just I want I want to go all out with that. Like yeah. let's 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 put them in there with uh you know like like you know Dr. Zeus them up. That's what I want. I want uh I want that. And I'm not sure why. Um I think because part of like when I was con- contemplating running this adventure for the Metal Gods team my thought was that they were going to be contracted to uh, find these fa- fabled singing apes to bring back to uh, Urhadad yes. for, you know, because I like stuff like that, you know. Uh, That's very they, sword and sorcery and yeah, perfect. Singing apes for the, the great singing rats, man. pleasure, you know, let's do it. <laughs> So that's what I wanted to do. Uh, so I still want to scratch that particular itch. So we got copper. We got that. Uh, well, I guess cop- well, we'll tie the copper and the island together um, as as some of those. So And, and anything I'm going to do is going to personalize it. So let's talk about updating it. Um, uh, as it stands, like Nathan says, it is kind of a directionless hex crawl um, where, you know, hey, the, the lead in, that's all it's given is, hey, you found a map. Yeah, one there. lead. Um uh, I I want a better hook than that. I want something else. Like maybe it's to the the fabled island that you know that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like some kind of like it's Atlantis. Yeah. You know, make it be yeah. the world's Atlantis, and this guy found the map or something like that. Uh, yeah, I would I would plant some kind of idea in the character's mind about what this island should be and why they want to go explore it. Why they want to go find all the crazy riches. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know that. Either that or my, you know, singing apes is good for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I was say, I think I think ours ended up being one was a map, two one of the guys was a wizard who was sent there to find specific um, components that you couldn't find anywhere else in the world. Okay, like he was the, and then the third one was the tribal guy who was basically there to find out why there were certain things going wrong with the island. Meaning, like he had the he was the son of the chief. He was going to be the chief. Okay. And so, yeah. Cool. Don, you've not played this one. No. Have you read it? I just read the overview on uh, Wikipedia. It sounds so fun. <laughs> you don't sound like you're convinced. No, no, no. I, I mean, I love dinosaurs. Uh, I love, yeah, like like you guys had just been saying, I mean, if I were to run this, I would definitely tie people into it more than just like, oh, you found the map. Um, and that's it. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> found that map. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, that was the only thing that I was like, eh, you and, find a map. And, and spoiler, spoiler, if you don't go to one specific place at the very last point of the temple, you don't find anything else about this guy. There's nothing right. else on the island with this explorer. Anything. 
If you don't go to a, a lava, this not the lava pit, the steam, boiling mud steam, if yeah. you don't go to this certain spot, you won't find anything else. Well, so let's, the, the, there we go. There's another thing. Let's put more hints in there. Let's drop more like, oh, there's a, a ruin of an expedition here or there, you know? Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then maybe some hints as to what mm. actually, like, took care of these people you know maybe you know well, the those ape men work for the kapru and you know they brought them to him as a sacrifice yeah. you know oh that's like what that. i did yeah oh that's what i did i i stole from Kong from the book congo and i used the uh, signing apes remember nice. from congo oh, the smart vaguely. intelligent not the i remember movie. from the movie not the movie, not from the, not the movie. tim curry the that's all i remember so i had the i had the intelligent apes that guarded the crevice from the from them getting in oh that's one of the things i used that i really liked was the Congo apes? Was the smart, intelligent guardians of of because they're they have apes in the uh, in the thing that guard it? And I was like, oh, these need to be like Congo. <laughs> but it. I remember the temple. I remember the temple had this weird thing where humans were where it had it had weird technology. Yeah, I do remember that, but I don't remember exactly what the tie-in was. Folks, folks who've gamed with me might be surprised that this is like one of the few adventures I would not add sleaze stacks to. Oh, wow, that's that's odd. That is strange. I would, I would make this island like um, the entrance to the center of the earth. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, like Pellucidar kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's already so primal and ancient. You know. Well, and the funny thing is, is the lowest point of the map really does lend itself to that. Like the lowest level. Really does lend itself to um, to that idea. Yeah. Hey, like we got this one. I think we got time for one more. One more. Don, yes, do you it. have a D twelve handy? I have my crawler's companion. All right, roll me, roll me something. All right, make it be a number. It will be a number, and it will be from one to twelve. Okay, you want to reroll ones, uh, uh, twelves and sevens. Yeah. Nine. 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 Eleven. Oh, 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 another good one. We've got a lot of these AD and D. Well, they're all good. They're all good. I curated this stack. All right. Uh, I, well, I looked at everything and I thought, ah, nobody's read that one. Blah, blah, blah. It's just in my collection. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, N1 against the Cult of the Reptile Guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. I like this one. All right. Now here's the blurb Terror by Night! Exclamation point. The village of Orlane is dying. Once a small and thriving community, Orlane has become a maze of locked doors and frightened faces. Strangers are shunned. Trade has withered. Rumors flourish, growing wilder with each retelling. Terrified peasants flee their homes, abandoning their farms with no explanation. Uh, others simply disappear. No one seems to know the cause of the decay. Why are there no clues? Who skulks through the twisted shadows of the night? Who or what is behind the doom that has overtaken the village? Blah, blah, blah. What do you guys think? This is, uh, Doug Niles did this one. This is, I think, yeah. one of yeah. his early modules, man. Yeah. But this is, uh, for AD&D, uh, N1, which was the Novice series, which I think kind of might turn a couple people off with that use of that word. But, man, good module. It, uh, it Don, do you know this one? I have this one. Um, and I've never read it because I'm like, uh, Reptile God, I gotta play this. So, you know. so well, maybe you'll get a chance it, to play guys. it. Maybe you'll get a chance to play it after this. Yeah. Good. Well, yeah. All right. Well, I, you, you and I have been talking a lot, Nathan. Yeah, I, I, I have some thoughts. <laughs> I, I have some thoughts, but I'll let I'll let Stan go. All right. Uh, first of all, let me put in a plug for uh, Doug Niles. Uh, he will be attending North Texas RPG Con in uh, 2016. So any of you that managed to get here to uh, DFW for the uh, the old school convention. I'm gonna try to be there this year. Uh, Doug Niles will I'm be sta- there. So I'm staying can... with you, Stan. Uh, well, there you go. You've got a spare bedroom, uh, <laughs> and uh, you could get him to sign this very same module. So plug for him. Uh, nice. Yeah. So this module, I ran it uh, about a year ago. Um, you know, I don't. I didn't change a whole lot to it. Uh, one of the, one of the things I did was. Um, provide a better hook um, or at least one that made more sense for my campaign. So we, uh, I, the travelers were en route to, um, uh, it was actually, they didn't know it, but they were en route to be for the lost city. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so they were, awesome. they were en route to there and this was a stopping point And I had, um, 
I, I had the um, the person that had sent them on the quest to go to the place that would end up, end them up in before the lost temple. Um, the uh, the person that gave them that quest gave them a, a letter and said, "I want you to check in with the mayor in Orlane because um, he's been writing me some troubling letters and something's afoot." And so I basically sort of you know you have to stop there and see what's going on. Um, so that got them there. Um, I did. Um, as I typically do, I, I like to do something with a map. I found somebody had done a pretty nice full-color map of Orlane. So I, I printed that out into an 11 by 17 printout and laminated it so I could just hand it around and people could mark on it. Because one of the things, it's on Orlane, the, the, uh, the, the village of Orlane is a, almost like a hex crawl because you go around and visit all the, the, um, yep. the you know, the, the houses and if you don't watch it you you know you lose track of like well did you visit that one and you know um and that sort of thing so i you know i, I kind of had them mark on the map with a wet erase marker where they're at and it was big enough i could see it across the table to keep track on my end because my you know mine had my version had the key so i had a version of the map that had a key and a version that didn't they had the one that didn't have the key um so because i always like to do the map stuff um i don't think i changed a whole lot more I, I do remember there was something wonky i can't recall it right now but there's something about the the, the later encounter with um where they're out at in the, the swamp at the swamp well there's the first the this sort of first like mid climax i guess of the temple um and uh i don't seems like i, I made made something more interesting about the i think there was a lady that's in the rush in the rushmores yeah and then the rushmores when they go out in the swamp Remember there being something inconsistent with like why why did they drain the swamp or why you know something I had to like add more explanation to but it's, it escapes me at the moment. So that's all I'm, I can. I'm remember. looking at I'm just looking <laughs> at it right now. So that's what I'm saying. That's all I can remember. Oh, and there I, something else that I don't know if I did if I didn't read the module closely enough, but um, there was something. Um, you know you have these cultists that are running around the town. And, um, and and you had to have some way of, of, of having the cultists know each other as opposed to the non-cultists in the village. So I ended up giving them a, oh. a, a secret a secret symbol. But then the other thing, as I, I realized in-game, this is a change I made while I was running it, you know, because if you get a cultist, why can't you just, like, interrogate them and find out basically everything uh, right then? So I basically had the cultists, if they if they get um, captured, um, I had them as a standard thing. They would always start to convulse and and basically foam at the mouth and die. So you basically oh, could man. not interrogate them. <laughs> nice. Oh, I was gonna say, wasn't one of the things that they had built a dike? Wasn't that it? That there was a dike that they built and that and it, yeah, they, so that they could get into the they could get into the dungeon or there but there was dungeon water that was covering the entrance, but they built a dike so they could get into the dungeon. That's that Wasn't sounds it something right. weird like that. It was something weird like that, but I, I remember thinking that I thought something needed more explanation. I just can't recall what that something was. Yeah, I thought I thought it was they built a they built a dike or a dam so that the water mm. couldn't get in the dungeon, but at the same time it says that the water is like covering the dungeon entrance. So I, I couldn't I, – I, I'm looking at it right now, and I'm trying to figure out what it was you were saying. Mm-hmm. But did you did you do anything that would um, – did you change anything that would uh, – I can't remember. Uh, uh, for further, this, for this, further adventure? Well, the further adventure is – Because they know, have some ideas at the end. Get thee to the Lost Temple. <laughs> the, the B4, basically. Um, yeah, no, this is one I, I did very little changes to. I mean, the things I mentioned there were pretty minor compared to – you know, other modules you kind of really have to yeah, work it, on. And it has a little, it has a fun, you know, kind of hex crawl kind of in it uh, on page 20. Yeah. And it's real short, you know, because it's just yeah. going like, oh, you're over here. Hey, guess you need to go just a little bit further, which is fine because, I mean, it's, that's not what it's about. It's not about no. the hex crawl. Right. You know? No. It is like, you know, because that, that the temple needs to be close, right? In order yep. for it to actually mean anything. Right. Yeah. It's it's right and there. you can the the nature of this uh, module is you could kind of hack it up so that after you you know explore the temple in the Orlane, I mean you could kind of like call it quits right there and never go out into the swamp. Um. You know. So it's like oh yeah, there were cultists and oh they they're actually oh. headquartered in the temple here, and you never go out in the swamp and see the secret you know there. 
Um, well, but that's so good. The stuff there's so man, good. yeah. You want to see it? <laughs> you know, you know what I, you know what I would change. You know what I would change, Stan. And I kind of did this with you guys, but I did it more like Insmouth, or Insmouth. That's exactly I, I, I would, what I was gonna say. I like, would totally, I would to Cronenberg be... the crap out of this. I'd make some like incredible. Do you remember how I did the the Insmouth adventure, Stan, uh, at the lighthouse? Oh right, right. And so, I mean, I would definitely make it abundant. Like, I made it a real problem with the characters that they started seeing children mm-hmm. that started to have the Insmith look. And they're like, well, crap, do we kill them? Do we not kill them? Moral How do we quandary. Like, Give them some right? serious moral quandaries there. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's incredible moral. But I, I'd make it more like like they're keeping these people are getting sick or these people are changing. And they're, you know, they're putting them away. But I'd make it, like, really... I mean, not like horrific mm. body horror, but it'd be body horror, meaning there's changing. And I'd even, I'd even try to find a way to affect the PCs where mm. they'd start changing. Well, Nathan, you hit Just my number one it. thing right on the head is this needs to be Shadow over Innsmouth, yep. the RPG, you know? Yep. Uh, and and I, I, that's, that's what I want to see. I will say that this is one of those circumstances where I would use Slee Stacks. <laughs> uh, instead of Lizardmen. No, no, not instead of the Lizardmen, instead of the Troglodytes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah. They're further on. I uh, I use I I replace troglodytes because they don't make a lot of sense to me. Like stinky lizard men. That's I I've been to yeah. Don's house. I know the lizards are stinky, but uh, <laughs> I knew that not from Don's house. I know it from the zoo. Just uh, kidding. Uh, but uh, no, I seriously, Don, your house stinks. No, I have, I have you, yeah. <laughs> and frogs, frogs don't smell great either, Don. Uh, no, they don't. frogs don't really have a smell. But so anyway, does. so but <laughs> I I just replaced those with slee stacks, and then instead of it being like their stench, it's that crazy hissing thing that slee stacks do, and oh, that's right, what's yeah. disorienting you, which is totally different, but exactly the freaking same. It's just hmm. uh, it's it's more fun for me because Land of the Lost is like one of my favorite things on ever. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel yeah. about the big bad at the end? It it was a naga, right? Or uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a so big uh, naga. Um, I. <sighs> I think I seem to recall, you know, this is sort of the one e to five e thing that um, beefing up the ability is a little bit more. Or, or maybe I'm trying to remember now. I, I remember the because sometimes I take the one e stuff and I just convert it on the fly. Mm-hmm. And I remember that oh well for five e you want it to be have some some more abilities. So I, I can't remember what I did. I can't remember if I looked looked at the naga out of the, the monster manual. Maybe it was before the monster manual was out. I was running it probably. <laughs> Um, so anyway, I, I did make, make some, uh, do, do some care to make sure that the boss fight was a 5e, you know, satisfying boss fight. As you really to, need to, I yeah. mean, by that time, you know, you, your resource management is probably really solid with that. Right. Mm-hmm. So you might be down some hit points, but you know, you, and maybe some spells, but that's your like, Hey, get everything back before, you know, like, I don't know. Um, I'm not satisfied with the Naga as the villain, you know? And for me, it just doesn't feel big enough you know what i mean like i bigger want something snake oh, yeah <laughs> an even bigger snake like well let's let's make it like for me i don't just want like a naga like make it be you know the avatar of yig or something like that you know the the you know something that just yeah, yeah, yeah. keeps that you know shadow over Innsmouth. you know like make it really freaking creepy make it gross you know like uh you know maybe those like um the Innsmouth look babies or the, the, the Orlane look babies, you know, cause it's gotta be different, Ooh. right? Cause they're like, yeah. maybe they're like hatching out of ha- eggs in this thing's lair. And, uh, you know, it's, it's their mother, you know what I mean? Like yeah. make it really like oh. Steven Newton, the hell oh. out of this thing and make it. Gross. Oh, wouldn't that be crazy if like every, every, like so many weeks or something of wagon comes in with a, a load of babies. Mm. And just brings them. Oh, I know. Like, almost like, well, no, like, almost like Barsoom. Do you know what I mean? Like, almost like Barsoomian. Right. Where and, the, and ret- the babies hatch. In retrospect, yeah. my, in my my implementation, they were, their next adventure was going to be the uh, B4, the Lost City. Oh, so right. Could, Zargon. Zargon. So this could be like the spawn of Zargon <laughs> or something. Oh, see, that would have been Child. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that would have led them then to the, well, and that would have led them then to a bigger bad meaning oh this is just right this is bigger than just the the, city the 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 little the little thing right yeah make the make the big bad of this module like worshiping something else right or a mate a mate of something else the vampire's wife (laughs) (laughs) 
Bringing it back, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> That's those are the big things I would want to change. <laughs> needs more sleeve stacks. Needs more. Needs more cowbell. It's. I love the cowbell. Yeah. Uh, I, I really. I, I wouldn't make a lot of changes to this. I think there's a lot of really great yeah. stuff in this module. Uh, a lot of the things I would change would just be flavor things. Um, it it has. I mean, like you don't see a lot of modules with this degree of like investigation, you know, at this time, you know, in, in, yeah. you know, TSR's history. I mean, 1982, I mean, we were still a little ways away from getting the really good, you know, TSR UK, you know, basic the sinister series. secret. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or the ones like they did for BX uh, or, or sorry, BECMI, you know, those are some of the best modules I've ever read. Uh, or even the ones they did for AD and D, you know, the, the, um, the gauntlet and, um sentinel and that stuff i mean those of course i mentioned ones that don't have you know investigative components but uh or um uh veiled society right i mean that yeah, was veiled society is awesome at this point you know so or was it it's in the stack i should find out but um it's it that's that's awesome being able to see how you can incorporate you know an investigative game into D D. it was pretty ahead of its time in some ways i mean granted it was trying to keep up with other folks who are able to do investigation well i mean call of cthulhu was out by this time as uh, was uh you know RuneQuest. so you know RuneQuest is pretty easy to do an investigative game therefore there's call of cthulhu but yeah. you know hmm. um don do you have any thoughts um didn't i say some thoughts i don't remember i don't know you said hey i want to play this so oh yeah up. i yeah. don't want to listen to you guys talk about yeah it. i was like i was holding my fingers <laughs> in my ears the whole time like yeah, you're singing what were you singing to yourself yeah. I was like, well, I mean, we didn't give it, we didn't naga. give away a ton of the secrets, but yeah, it's a naga, or is it? <laughs> or is it? It could be. It could be anything you guys said. The vampire's wife, man. It could it's be the a vampire's, vampire's wife. wife. I actually think no, seriously, I think like an alien, the xenomorph queen would be kind of cool. Really, and that the would. xenomorph yeah. king is Zargon. You know, <laughs> I'm down. Huh. Sounds great. <laughs> and then the predators come and killed them all. Oh yeah. And then the space marines show up. Ooh. And then Superman, and then Superman comes. Yeah, that I'm down. That that happened, and Batman. That happened. No, no Batman. There was no Dark. Uh, Dark Horse did it, man. All of those. I know. Oh, Batman. <laughs> there was Batman versus yeah, bat, yeah. There. Man. All of those. Oh. Dark Horse. Dark Horse and Robocop. <laughs> Robocop did it too. I knew about Robocop. Yeah, I. Uh, I remember. I used to read my my share, fair share of Dark Horse. Comics I got a back ton in the of Dark the, back in the the Badger days. Yep. Uh, the Badger was a good hero. He was, you know, street-level Batman. He was all right. Uh, okay. Hey, we yeah. got through four modules, and I feel like I want to run all of them right now. Yeah, me too. Uh, which I think is, is the goal, right? And yep. uh, thanks for your great ideas, guys. See, this is why I wanted to do this The show. was right. not only is this an awesome idea, but... I wanted people to see what kind of ideas they're going to get when they, you know, kick your Kickstarter, right? That's right. Yeah. So That's right. Now, and that's now just, gonna, this that's is their brains, minutes. folks. This is where they're coming from <laughs> in an hour. This is the stuff they came up with. So, uh, guys, Stan, Shin, it was a pleasure to meet you, man. Yeah. I kind of like seeing you like drifting around the periphery of my, you know, Google Plus sphere vision, you know. Uh, but you know the first time interaction. It's great. Nice yes. to nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to spend time with you, folks. No, you're down in Texas, right? I'm in Dallas. I am. I am you a, are in Dallas. I'm a My... mile um east of South Fork Ranch, which is the J.R. Union, you know, Dallas miniseries oh, ranch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when they fly so over good... the, when they fly over the J.R. Ewing's mansion, it looks like an oil field. That's actually my house back there. Oh, oh, you live <laughs> in an oil field. That's great. Well, not really. But... Uh... <laughs> My uh, my good friend James McGeorge uh, also lives in uh, DFW, and uh, he goes to um, he goes to uh, North Texas every year as well. Oh, okay. Uh, so we've got we've got an outstanding invitation to stay there, but you know this guy eats up an awful lot of time and money and oh, all man. that stuff. So it's going to be a little <laughs> while. Uh, but it's a pleasure having you here, man. Um, all the best, uh, Nathan Panky, dude. I miss you. I haven't seen you. I'm the you spiciest, like, man. You are the spiciest. I haven't seen you in far too long. <laughs> you are. It's, we need a t-shirt with Nathan on it. It just says, I I'm the, the spiciest. I, I am the spiciest. <laughs> so good. Uh. <laughs> you are the spiciest. You will always be the spiciest. Don Stroud. 
Any closing words? Any closing yeah, thoughts? For our, for our listeners, um, when is your Kickstarter over? It is over December, or sorry, January 12th is the last day. All right. And they can so, probably get it in the usual places if they're hearing this after it's over. That's right. So they can. Uh, yeah. They, uh, so before it's over, if you just um, show note links or roguecomet.com has a link to it, after it's over, um, RPG or drive through RPG will have it. Um, or you can go to roguecomet.com and get it directly there. Are you guys going to be um, doing like print copies after the Kickstarter as well? Uh, are those going to be available through you guys or uh, another oh, reputable retailer? Uh, what we're doing is we're actually fulfilling through uh, Drive Through RPG. Okay. So we'll give you the print codes, and they'll ship from Drive Through RPG. Okay, so uh, after the after the sh- after the Kickstarter is over, folks can still get everything through Drive Through. That's cool. That's right. All right, awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for being here. Um, Thanks, guys. Uh, Don. Uh, yeah. Thanks for being my lovely co-host. Uh, viewers at home, thanks for being uh, fantastic and gorgeous. Yeah. And uh, you gorgeous listeners, thanks so much for tuning in. Everybody yeah. have a good night. Very good. Thank you. Later. Thank you. All right. We are off air. Thanks for listening to this episode right. of Drink, Spin, Run. If you like what you've heard, share us with your friends, leave us an iTunes review, or email us at dsr at you can also support us at patreon.com slash dsrcast. Our theme music was generously provided by the band Blue Snaggletooth, who you can find at bluesnaggletooth.bandcamp.com. Once again, thanks for listening, and we hope you join us next time, you gorgeous listeners. Listener.